Welcome to Beyond Broken Bits with Bryce Link, featuring me, Bryce Link. It's the perfect podcast if you want to hear news without being truly informed. Need advice or have a question? We've got peculiar perspectives served up hot in petite portions. And the whole thing is filled to the brim with poorly polished, broken bits. Plus, it's all non-perishable. Not quite sure why I went with all those peas, but anyways, we've got a real packed pod for you. Today, we're going to discuss the infamous Florida man and some of the things that he's been getting up to recently. We've got some animal news. We're going to figure out what those guys have been doing in the animal world. And we're going to discuss the real big story that everybody's been talking about. Kanye West. And after all that, we can take a question, or maybe take two questions from the audience, and dish out some advice. But who knows what'll happen, really. We might not even cover all of that. I mean, I might end up talking about um, hors d'oeuvres, and the best scenarios for all the different types of hors d'oeuvres, you know, the best parties. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into it on Beyond Broken Bits. Okay, episode one. The inaugural chat from me to you. Let's jump right into this headfirst in a dolphin dive fashion. Let's talk about this Kanye fellow that we've all been hearing oh so much about. Okay, so if you don't know who he is, I'll give you a real quick rundown. I'll give you the crash course. He makes tunes and he says silly things. He was married uh, in a marriage to and with Kim Kardashian. And if you don't know who she is... She's a pretty lady who's been contributing to the plastic problem, the waste issue, you know. She's going to be buried with something that won't decay for thousands of years. In the future, the uh, archaeologists, they're going to uncover a tomb within the Hollywood Hills, the, the deep subterranean in this sort of lair, and they're going to find a, a sarcophagus filled with diamonds, encrusted with gold, and with some statues around, and they're going to unopen it, and they're going to unearth it, they're going to say, dang, dog, that's insane, this lady must have been very attractive, because there is a full person-shaped piece of plastic surrounding a average-looking skeleton, that's yeah, but uh, okay, let's get serious, all right? People say that Kanye West is a misunderstood genius who suffers from mental illnesses. You know, he's got the alcoholism, he's got bipolar, but now he's a Nazi as well, okay? Now he is, now he's gone full-blown 1942 or whenever that was going down, okay? He's going crazy, Allegedly. So essentially, he posted a tweet where he said, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEATHCOM3 on JEWISH PEOPLE. It's in all caps, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then after that, his life starts crumbling apart like a real, real crisp slice of matzah bread. He lost a couple billion dollars. Gap, Adidas, and Balenciaga told him not to come back to work on Monday. That's never a good time. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase is kicking him out of the club. To top it all off, worst of all, insult to injury, kicking him while he's down. Kim Kardashian sadly revealed that she, um, how do I say this? She engaged in a uh, very quite popular relationship activity in front of a fireplace. 
And that one has really got to hurt most of all for Kanye West, okay? He's lost money before. People have said that he's out of his mind and that they hate him many times. But this is a new one for him. So, you know, I really think that this is the thing that's ruffling up his feathers the most and like keeping him up at night. But okay, here's the thing I don't understand about Kanye West, all right? Why does he expect Kim Kardashian, of all people, to be, you know, a very devout wife and be like a, you know, good person to raise a family with? What does he expect? She's literally ran through tons and tons and tons of dudes. Like, I, 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 my thick skull just can't comprehend, like, why he is still trying to get his queen back on this quest. I think I just uh, figured it all out right here in front of you all, okay? It's because... Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, the provocateurs. Okay, okay, here's a really good way I can explain it. It's just like baseball, all right? You remember back in the day when everybody was doping in baseball and they were knocking them out of the park, left, right, and center, into the next town over, into some kid's swimming pool? That's exactly what's happening here, but in terms of media coverage, all right? Most people, they can, like, be crazy on social media by wearing, like, a really wild top, you know? Or maybe, like, baking a cake that's not actually a cake. And it's like, dang, this is also for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You did a two-in-one deal. But Kanye West, he's the provocateur of provocateurs. And it's to the point where he's going so hard, it's like doping. And nobody else can even keep up. And now everybody is talking about Kanye West. It's a big, crazy sort of thing. All right, now, I just hope that Putin, the good old Vladimir, does not watch the American news cycle as his entertainment because, you know, I heard he's been trying to denazify places recently like Ukraine, and I just really don't want him to come over here doing that. You know, the guy's got hypersonic missiles, and uh, we're too busy over here fighting with a bipolar guy. It's really not going to pan out well if he aims those at us. But luckily, if he really did want to you know, denazify us like uh, he was doing with Ukraine. Eh, it probably wouldn't take very many uh, missiles to take out the Nazis. You know, you probably wouldn't even need a nuke at that point, really. Just use like a attack drone, send it over in a sedan, launch it out, take out Kanye West and like maybe 13 other of his friends. Because, you know, Nazis aren't very popular anymore in the United States of America. So... I mean, maybe maybe Putin actually was right about the Nazis, but he just mixed up Ukraine and the U.S. Maybe he was like right about, maybe he was, maybe he knew about Kanye all along. And that is what he was trying to do. But now, all right, you know, screw this. Let's go and figure out what the Florida man's doing. Okay, that was, that was a broken bit right there. That bit was broke. It was so broke that we should probably fix that bit. But sadly, we have no time because we've got to go straight into the Florida man stories. Okay, if you didn't know, Florida has got some different laws with the freedom of information than most of us. Okay, so essentially everything is kept within the public's watching eyes. And it's very entertaining because guys down there, they all really enjoy meth. And it's always summer. The average resident has a closet completely filled with white tank tops and jean shorts. If they're having an exquisite night out, they'll put on sneakers instead of sandals. All right, I'm sorry if you live in Florida. But here's our first story. Florida man John Balmer was arrested while standing in line at a Kmart for possession of marijuana and meth. He was wearing a shirt that said, who needs drugs? It's in all caps. No, seriously, 
I have drugs. This guy was 50 years old, so he's been around the block a few times, and he would have gotten away with it. But when he ran into a police officer in line, he panicked, and he tried to hand all his drugs in baggies to a person behind him in line, and they politely declined his offer. Okay, now say what you will about this guy, all right? You can judge him all you want, but you cannot deny his entrepreneurial spirit. This is a guy who knows what he's good at, all right? Advertising. He could run an advertising campaign. He's the Florida spokesperson. Okay, I just wonder if he could write off that T-shirt, you know, since it's like a business expense. Knowing Mr. Balmer and how smart he is, he probably wrote off the shoes too, assuming he's got a pair. You know, he's probably wearing sandals. I'm not going to lie. I'm, you know, giving him too much credit over here. Okay, here's another Florida man who's got some really great advertising. This guy was arrested after authorities found his Facebook business page where he's selling fake $10, $20, and $50 bills. They found his location, and they caught him in the act, printing this money at a public library's printer with resume paper. He found the template on Pinterest, and when questioned, he claimed that he just wanted to see how it would turn out. You know, I noticed a few things here, okay? For one, he's got great marketing. This guy understands the digital age. He's accepting the changing cultures and keeping up with the times, clearly. And he's also got pride in his work, okay? He could have just used the normal printer paper, but he chose the thicker, heavier, and higher quality resume paper, making it look even less like a dollar bill. And it seems like this is a labor of love for him, okay? He's a hardworking hobbyist, a passion producer. He claims he just wanted to see how it would turn out, like an art project, you know? Okay, our final advertising gentleman is from South Florida. And surprisingly, he didn't commit a crime. Unless being a hopelessly romantic individual is a crime. He's been driving around with a massive sign plastered on the back of his BMW and Hummer that reads, Looking for a wife. I'm sorry, it's in all caps again. It's also got his phone number next to the message. He's received over 500 messages from all sorts of women who want to skip the whole eight bases of a relationship prior and go straight to hating each other's guts. He's even got 250 in one day. But he's very picky because he's never really reached out to him or married anyone before. So I think that this guy should just hop on a dating app. You know, his marketing could really use a punch-up. Oh, I have an idea. I think... As a podcast, we should all try and connect these three Florida men together. They'd be an unstoppable team. John Balmer could make the team's merchandise and sell his meth and marijuana. This truly romantic Floridian could supply the transportation because he's got cars and the women. He's got tons of customers. They, they can be customers for the, for the business. And the hobbyist cash forger, he can bring them all into the digital age and maybe give Mr. Balmer some money you know, for change for these clients. You know, he's got to break a $200 bill. He's got fake money. It's definitely an idea. You know, all of these advertising stories, they remind me of something I've been thinking about a lot recently. There are way too many poorly designed and just straight up garbage billboards. You know what I'm talking about. Those ones where you see them and you're just confused as to what they're even advertising. I saw one on a trip that said, is the party really worth it? That billboard is just taking up space. It's not influencing anything at all. Do you think someone's just going to turn around on the highway and go back home, going to a party? That's a very small demographic. And there's some that are for churches that baffle me too. Like this one I found says, are you Asian and don't want to be? Find Jesus today. 
they're not even advertising a specific church. And some are just absolutely covered in words. Like this one said, Greetings from Quarryside, Arizona. The land of rock, gem, and mineral shows, RV, auto, and sports shows, three mountain ranges, the largest swap meet in the U.S., and historic and scenic attractions. And then they've got an email, a phone number, an address, a website, a Facebook page, an Instagram account. I, I, I just wonder who's paying for all of these, okay? I looked it up. I did the research. I did the math. A billboard costs roughly two grand a month in an average-sized city. And then 10 grand in a large one. Okay, I bet if all billboards vanished one day, they all just took them down, there would be very little difference to how many items get sold and how many people discover things. When you're driving, you're not paying attention to that, okay? You're looking at the road. It's what you're doing. Maybe you're listening to some tunes. Maybe you're listening to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh. But it just doesn't make any sense at all. That was a pretty broken bit. I mean, it wasn't the most broken bit. wasn't the best broken bit. Not by a long shot, but I think I got the job done. And now, on to our animal news story. We're going back to Florida. Once again, a Florida teen named Matthew Concepcion, or Conception, beat thousands of competitors in capturing and then murdering 28 Burmese pythons. These guys are dangerous, okay? They're almost 300 pounds, 20 feet long, and have no predators. And I'm talking snakes, okay, not the Florida teens, though they're probably way similar. Since they're an invasive species, it's open season on them, and Florida encourages people to destroy them. This competition awarded Conception $10,000 for taking down these beasts, and it's a real passion project for him because he actually reinvested all of the money back into his snake hunting gear. He got some crazy lighting on his cars that he can really blast the snakes and see them a mile away. He got some good gear to take him down. He's a nice young man. I like Matthew Conception. I hope that he continues his uh, quest against the snakes. Okay. We've arrived at everybody's favorite part. It's time to take a call from the audience. I'm going to give some very useful advice. Uh, Advice that definitely should be put into practice. We're going to help a person in need. All right. We're going to make their life better. I'm going to extend a helping hand. Okay. Let's play the first question. Hey, Bryce. My name is Max Gordo. Wait. Pause. Hold on. I need to greet this man. How's it going, Max Gordo? My boy, Maxie G. Mr. Maximum Gourd Grower. Double Cheesy Gordita Crunch. I'm sorry. That was a Taco Bell menu reference. I hope that you're not lactose intolerant. Let's see what we can help you with. Hey Bryce, my name is Max Gordo and I need some advice. So my grandma moved in with us recently and she has just been on my case about everything. I mean, my room's never clean, I guess. The laundry's never done, I guess. I never cook for myself, I guess. (sighs) What should I do? Dang! The age-old American story. The grandma problem. Okay, I don't know if you're aware of this. But in America, we generally don't value our elders. We rank pretty low in the respect department for the old folks. So what you've got to do is join them. Let that old bag know that she's in the minority, dog. Most 75-year-olds just got to figure it out at the house or move into a retirement community. You tell her. 
If she wants to be held in high esteem, then she should have started this family in Germany, Norway, or maybe any of the Asian regions. I heard that they really like their seniors there. You tell her that you'll make that creamed corn, or you'll pour the raisin bran at some point, and you won't comment on her strange scent. But you will not let her get her way. If your family wins the lottery, for example, your parents are getting 30%. You're getting 30%. She's getting 10. You've got to show your dominance. You've got to flex your muscles. You've got to squint your eyes right at her real deep if she's getting too nosy just to show her who's boss. If she's waiting for the motorized chair to come downstairs, you've got to sit on it halfway through its trip and send it back up. About the laundry, just don't do it. Put it in a pile in her room. You know, where is she going, really? She goes to the pharmacy once a month and doesn't have her driver's license anymore. I think your arthritis can manage a simple pile of clothes. You know, it's just clothes. You know, it's a big deal. Here's an idea. You call the home phone when you know for a fact that she's going to be gone. You leave a message and impersonate an old folks home and give her a rundown on some fake payment plans and the cheapest budget option that you applied for has a few rooms available. You know, it's guaranteed that she's going to snoop and she's going to hear that message. It'll scare her straight. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, that was a broken bit right there. That might have been the most broken bit. That might get the award today for the most broken bit. Okay, I got to say this. I do not align myself with old person abuse, whether it be physical or mental. All right? What you really should do is cherish the moments that you have with this lady, no matter how strange she smells. Take her out on the town, maybe take her to a badminton match or an art exhibit. Oh, maybe you can take her to a natural history museum. You just don't want to spike that blood pressure, okay? Stay away from the mall, stay away from crowded places, don't take her to a football game. And most importantly, do not follow any of that advice I gave you. Besides maybe the raisin bran and creamed corn, I bet she would really like that. And maybe let her know how Americans usually hate old people. So it makes you look better by tolerating anything whatsoever. Huh? Huh? So you got something out of this? Well, would you look at that? Episode 1 is now officially in the books. We covered a whole lot of ground. We covered Kanye West's latest problem, the Florida men and their advertising ways, uh, the Python's population problem. And we even helped our friend Max Gordo out. Hopefully, only on Beyond Broken Bits.